Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I am back from Malaysia and all kinds of things are happening. I made an entire broadcast talking about what happened in Malaysia and then <laughs> well, I, well, I was just about done editing it, just about ready to post it. All of a sudden I got a yawn. I thought, what? You don't want me to talk about that? And so actually, no, that's not what he wants me to talk about, at least not right now. And I believe that's because things are heating up. So as I'm recording this, it's 4.30 p.m., 6-3-2019, and this is going to be the broadcast for Tuesday. The reason I tell you all of that is because we may be at the door of some really, really big things happening. So let me refresh your memory. We've been talking about this for a while, but it may be at the door. First of all, first thing is to remember is that April 15, 2002, Leslie was given seven points to a dream. I'm summarizing. Arafat going to the hospital. That proved the dream is from God because about two years later, he went into the hospital and died just like she was told. And that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Please remember that. That's very important. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. The Palestinian state would be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen their military. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land in Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. Well, I was thinking, frankly, I'll just be honest with you, that it was probably going to be me and our oil company that discovered the oil. However, about three years ago, a company by the name of Genie says, I read the whole article to you, so I won't go into it. They say that they found a massive amount of oil up in the Golan Heights. Problem is, I don't really believe they did, but that's beside the point. You don't have to discover oil to get Israel excited about it. You just run a bunch of uh, newspaper articles saying you found the oil, and I believe that's what they did. But again, that's my opinion. I've not been there, so I'll give you a correct disclaimer. I cannot prove that what they're saying is wrong. But it's my suspicion that... <laughs> There's not oil there, but that doesn't make any difference. Israel thinks there's oil there, and that just happens to be the thing that is making them fight for their oil, for their land, just like Leslie was told. Because you recall about, uh, what was it, six or eight weeks ago, Trump declared that uh, Golan Heights was under the control of Israel, and now Syria has popped up, backed by Russia, and saying that means war because we're not going to let you have it. Well, that is all coming to pass right here in front of us, but there's more. Let's go back to another thing. January 22 of 06, in the night, Leslie was given seven headlines to the fall of America. We believe six of those are newspaper headlines. This is the order that I believe that they will be fulfilled in. You've got to remember this. This is real important. This may, I do not know that it is, but it may be going to be fulfilled here in the next few weeks, as in like by June 9th. Wow, I mean by the end of June. So this is real big stuff. So anyway, she was told, Omar ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel refuses help to America. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudeman, the, the start of or the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, hang on to that because let's refresh our memory on some things. First of all, 
Jared Kushner, this is President Trump's son-in-law, has been doing these secret negotiations behind the lines trying to come up with a Middle East peace plan. And he says he's going to release it after Ramadan. Well, Ramadan ends June 4th. Okay, I'm talking on on June 6th right now. So Ramadan will be ending probably on about or around the time you hear my voice. That means tomorrow, from when you hear this, as in June the 5th, tomorrow. Remember, this is real important stuff here, guys. It could be that tomorrow, on June 5th, Jared Kushner will release Trump's promised Middle East peace plan. Now, some reports say it is splitting Jerusalem. Some reports say it is not splitting Jerusalem. But in that, Shane Warren was told that America's fall would be in 2020, and Terry Bennett was told by the angel Gabriel, so he says, that America's fall would be in 2021. Now, I do not know when America's fall is, but that's sort of like a ballpark. Well, this is 2019, brothers and sisters. This is, and we're getting real close to that, okay? Also, the counting of the Omer, which is the 49 days between first fruits and Pentecost, just happens to conclude this year on Pentecost, June 9th, as in six days from now. What I'm trying to say is it could very well be by the end of June, or maybe even by June 15th, as in in the next week or two. I, I, you know, I don't even want to believe this. I, I, I want to believe we have more time. But nevertheless, I have to be a realist about this. I have to warn you, it could very well be that Jared Kushner's Middle East peace plan in the eyes of God. Now, maybe Israel doesn't think it's splitting Israel. Maybe America doesn't think it's splitting Israel. Maybe the news outlets don't think it's splitting. Maybe you and I don't think it's splitting Israel. doesn't count. Only thing that matters is whether God thinks that this Middle East peace plan is splitting his land. And if he does, so say the prophets, well, this is one, and this is not the only one. I mean, uh, Shane Warren was also shown a great earthquake up the New Madrid Fault. Matter of fact, what was it, uh, 12 people now was were shown that America split because she split Israel? Hmm, okay, so... What I'm saying is, brothers and sisters, we could, I don't even want to believe this. I'm going to have to tell you. I don't even want to believe it's that close. And I'm not one that's trying to say, nah, 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 boo, but I'll try to tell you, I'm trying to say we don't want to see it happen. We're asking the Fast Track team, you ought to join, by the way, the Fast Track team to pray that the Middle East plan does not split Jerusalem. Because if America splits Jerusalem, God's going to split America. And it's not just one person saying it. It's like, I don't know, 12 people or something like that. So anyway, here's the point is. County of Omer concludes Pentecost. Pentecost in 2019 is June 9th. Now, that does not necessarily mean that the headline will show up exactly on June 9th saying Omer ushers in Palestinian state. I know that and you know that. We understand that. We realize that. However... It could very well be that sometime on about or around or within a couple of weeks of June 9th and in 2019, we could see the newspaper headline on some newspaper on the globe that says Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Now, she doesn't know what the Omer was. 
But the best thing that makes sense to me would be the counting of the Omer, which is spelled O-M-E-R. Omer. Now, let's do some ifs for a minute. If the Kushner-Trump peace plan splits Jerusalem, and if it is released June 5th, we could easily see the newspaper headline that says Omer ushers in Palestinian state within a few days to a week. If God considers the Kushner-Trump peace plan as splitting Israel, and his opinion is the only one that counts, if he thinks it's splitting Israel, by June 9th, which is, brothers and sisters, next week, we could see a, a terrible catastrophe in America. Now, you and I really, the truth of the matter is, we don't know what the catastrophe is. We don't know. Could be a stock market, could be a crash of the dollar, or it could be a New Madrid earthquake. However, what Shane Warren says, and he seems to have the best picture on this, he seems to say that it is a New Madrid earthquake fault. Well, good grief. That just happens to fit with what Prophet Ephraim Rodriguez was shown. Remember, we talked about that. He said he had a vision that a large meteor would hit Mona Island just west of Puerto Rico, causing a tsunami a thousand foot high at Puerto Rico, going inland from 20 to 100 miles. But where it hits is an earthquake fault, running up the Mississippi River Valley to the Great Lakes, splitting America from the Great Lakes, which is the New Madrid Fault, down the Great Lakes to the Gulf of Mexico and much of the West Coast from California all the way up into Alaska begin to fall into the ocean. Now, hearing this, I checked it out. Well, unfortunately, I found six people that saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico. That's not just an accident. Four of them saw a tsunami hit east coast of the United States. Six saw America split into pieces. Three people saw chunks of California fall into the ocean. And on the DVD, I put nine people, but now actually the count is more up to 12 or maybe even 13 people saw that America was split because she split Israel. There has been massive flooding up the New Madrid Fault area. That's the Mississippi River Valley. That's all up Nebraska and uh, Oklahoma and all up in there. We've, we've had that for the last year, all kinds of massive flooding. You're seeing it on the news almost every night. So God does seem to be hitting the center of the country. Then June 14th of 2008, that was the same night I heard the audible voice of God say, quote, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel, unquote. Now, anytime I say that, i got to give you the disclaimer. I cannot guarantee where we're going to get the money to drill for or hit oil in Israel. But the point I'm trying to make is later on that night, another thing he spoke to me, audible voice, said, quote, When those prophecies, I gave your wife, began to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and to listen to your ministry. Well, that may be just about to happen. And I put all of this, Demetrius' testimony, all of these prophecies about uh, Leslie and the fall of America, put them all in my book. And when this starts happening, I think people are going to start saying, you know what, this Stan Johnson guy, this guy over at Prophecy Club, uh, maybe we don't like him, maybe we don't like what he's saying, maybe we don't like his ministry, maybe we don't like the color of his <laughs> book, a lot of things we don't like, but one thing we've got to admit, he's getting it right, okay? And that, that day is coming. I, I promise I heard the audible voice of God say that. When those prophecies, I gave your wife again to come to pass, people from all directions will begin to turn and listen to your ministry. Now, here's another thing. 
That came to me June 14th of 2008. I wonder if June 14th has something to do with when these things will happen. On about or around June 14th of 2019. See, there's a lot of things stacking up, brothers and sisters. A lot of things stacking up. I'm saying that if you if you back off and you look at just a few things, you can see the month of June, why, we could see Israel split, America split, newspaper headline that says Omer ushers in Palestinian state, newspaper headline that says catastrophe hits America. I mean, by the end of June, America could be about gone. Now, ask yourself this. Oh, 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 oh. Now, I, I, I'm not prepared to give you all the scriptures on this, but something God's been laying on my heart for the last couple of weeks. In Revelation 19, when it talks about Jesus returning, it says, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him is called Faithful and True. That's all I want to quote for it right now. Now let's jump back over to early part of Revelation when John was first called. I heard a voice speak from behind me and said, Come up hither, and I will show you things which must be hereafter. Now listen carefully. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven. So we want to think that heaven is like this some planet way out there, light years and light years and light years and light years away. But maybe, maybe heaven is no further away than the moon. Maybe heaven is maybe even closer to the earth than the moon. It's just in another dimension. Oh, Stan, how can you say that? Here's why I can say that. In Revelation 6, it says, And I beheld, and lo, a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell, even as a fig tree casting forth her untimely figs when she's shaken of a mighty wind. Here it is, and heaven departed like a scroll. Now, all of my life, here and just till the last couple of weeks, God has really been speaking to my heart on this. All of my life, I thought that that was some kind of a crack coming in the earth and letting the smoke come up, just like we do know that does happen in the fifth trumpet. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Okay, so we do know that that happens. But now what he's been speaking to my heart is, no, that's not what happens. What happens is when Jesus returns, he, he opens a curtain in time. Got to remember that before God created the heavens and the earth, there was no thing called time. And that there's a time when time is stopped. Let him that is filthy be filthy still. Let him that is unjust be unjust still. Let him that is righteous be righteous still. Let him that is holy be holy still. There's another place where it says, And the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever. Meaning that apparently there is a way that a curtain can be opened and the heaven rolls back like a scroll and it's not from smoke. Instead, try to imagine just a rip comes in time And all of a sudden, heaven is on earth. That's when the new Jerusalem comes down. That's when Jesus comes out of that rip in time, and he's riding on a white horse, and we're with him. In other words, now I say all that to say this. I know that you talk to Bob Wadsworth, good friend of mine, probably the greatest biblical astronomer out there. He says 
that I believe it was like 10 or 11 years, it might be 15 years, if there is some kind of a meteor that is within 10 or 15 years of the Earth, our, our telescopes would have caught it a long time ago. And he says to me, Stan, there is not a meteor approaching the Earth anytime soon. There's, there's not yet. We hear all of a sudden there was a close meteor that came real close to the Earth. Could it be that this meteor that might hit us if we split Jerusalem does not come from distant planets? It doesn't come from 10 or 15 or 20 years out in the solar system heading this way. But instead, they're just simply a curtain ripped in time. The same curtain that makes the stars and the sun and the moon go away. Because in the millennium, there is no light. There is no competing light with Jesus. You do not see the stars. You do not see the sun or the moon. They are all gone. How are they all gone? Because Jesus rips time and there is no more thing called time. You don't see stars, you don't see sun, you don't see moon. Jesus literally is the light of the world. And through that rip in time, he could send a meteor, and there would be very little notice, like maybe less than 24 hours notice. I mean, all of a sudden, hey, 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 we've spotted a meteor. It's up there. It's going to boom. All of a sudden, we're hit. We didn't see it coming. Why? Because it wasn't coming. Last year, it wasn't coming. Last month, it wasn't coming. Last week, it wasn't coming. But two days ago, all of a sudden, they've spotted a meteor up there. And it's heading to Mona Island. And it's heading there because on June the 5th, if you're catching this, on June the 5th, Jared Kushner backed up with Donald Trump, announced a Middle East peace plan that split Jerusalem. And just because we we split Jerusalem, God splits America. Could it be it happened? What, what I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, is this whole thing called the last days that we want to think is 100 or 200 years away, it's over the horizon. Yes, I know it's coming someday, someday over the, the rainbow. Yeah, I realize one of these days the end times are going to arrive. Well, what if, what if the end times arrive to the point to where we can see them what happens if they arrive this month? Yeah, I, I know that that that's shocking. I, I don't want to believe it. Either. And I can tell you some reasons why I don't think that it's that soon. But on the other hand, I got to tell you, I got some pretty good valid reasons why I do think it is possibly. Let me clear. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that the peace plan that is about to be released even splits Jerusalem. I'm not saying that. We're about to see the New Madrid fault split open. I can't say that this is the time that the dollar is going to collapse and become worthless, blowing in the wind as leave. I, I don't know all that. But I'm a watchman. I don't have to guarantee that this stuff comes because a watchman's job is when you see the sword come, you blow the trumpet. Now, nothing in the Bible says that watchman has to guarantee that the sword arrives. It's just that when he sees the sword, in other words, when the watchman sees a problem, it is his job and his responsibility before God to blow the trumpet, to let the people know, and to be warned. And if he doesn't, Ezekiel 33, 6 says, then their blood is on his head. 
So I'm doing my job. I don't have to guarantee that June is the month that this happens. But I do before God, if I suspect, if I see a sword, if I'm afraid of something, then before God, I have to warn you. That's my job. That's what I, and I know a lot of you out there listening, you are watchmen. You're not listening to this program for entertainment. You're listening to this program because you know that God is preparing you to give an answer to people in the, in advance. What, look, you're, you're preparing. You're, this is part of your ministry. God has got you listening to this program for training, for learning, to knowing how to give an answer, to be able to point people to Jesus in the time of trouble. Let me take just a minute and tell you how I think you should get prepared. I'm not talking about buying bullets and guns and groceries and things like that. And yes, you should have some preparations like that. But my, for example, my part and my plan is not to try to live out the seven-year tribulation in America. I plan to go to Israel, and we've talked about that at the time, so I'll skip that. But I want to tell you why I really think, as a watchman, having my book and having read and having studied it is very, very important. Look, when these things, oh, here, let's put it this way. Let's say, for example, the worst-case scenario happens. I mean, every attorney is trained to look at the worst-case scenario. Okay, if the worst-case scenario happens and the Trump plan does split Israel and all of a sudden there is a new Madrid earthquake fault and all of a sudden there is chaos in America like we've never seen, are you ready? I'm not talking about guns and groceries. I'm talking about being able to give an answer. That's the reason I think you should get my book. Yes, a lot of them are moving through the door. But I don't care about that. What I do care about is that you have the information. You need to be able to give an answer. And if you don't have this book, if you don't have the kind of answers in this book, then the pre-tribbers are going to beat you to death with all these reasons because they've spent years researching this pre-trib thing. I don't have to worry about that because I'm going in a pre-trib rapture. And yes, it may very well be that a giant earthquake might start busting those bubbles, but maybe not. Maybe you have to give an answer. That's where my book is going to come in handy. Now, I do not talk about the rapture. The word rapture does not appear in the book. And if you are a pre-trib rapture believer, the book will not change your mind and it will not offend you. What it will do is teach you the way things really happen at the end. And then when you begin to see the truth, you're going to kick that pre-trib, mid-trib, pre-wrath stuff out the window. It's just not accurate. It's just not there, brothers and sisters. So what happened was, in 2017, I began to memorize the book of Revelation. I mean, it was just a project. Matter of fact, I didn't even think I'd be able to do it. I didn't even start at Revelation 1.1. I started Revelation 1.7, or I guess 1.8, because I thought the first seven verses were too difficult. I wouldn't be able to even memorize them. So, I mean, I didn't think that anything supernatural was going to come from me memorizing the book of Revelation. And I didn't even think I could do it. But I started memorizing it, and I started getting revelations. Now, that means that supernatural information that you don't necessarily get from pulling ink off of paper, okay? Matter of fact, I got 30 revelations and two visions, and the last vision told me specifically to write it in a book. Now, talking about that, uh, you may be saying, well, Stan, why don't you just read your book on the air? Or why don't you tell us about, you could make videos. Why don't you tell us, look, I tried, I made three DVDs on it. And, and it, what, I, I was not able to communicate this information. Um, I hate to say it's complicated because it's really not. It's just too in-depth is maybe the way to say it. It's too in-depth. I tried, I made three DVDs, 
And when I started writing the book, the book has twice the information that is contained on those three DVDs. And I discovered something, that there are some things that just cannot be communicated by audio or by video. Sometimes you got to read it. And in this case, you read it and you look at my chart. So anyway, so I started read, I'm memorizing the book, book of Revelation, got these revelations coming to me, these two visions and an audible voice. But essentially, God showed me that one word, the word first fruits. I don't even mind telling you where it is, the word, because without the book, you won't be able to put it together. It's just too deep. But the word is first fruits. You find it in Revelation 14, 4, and Leviticus 23, 10, and 12. So there you go. You got the, the secret door. You know the secret door, but it won't help you a bit till you get the book. Anyway, so he showed me this one word, first fruits, is actually a secret door that links the prophecies of Revelation to the feasts of Leviticus. And all of a sudden, he showed me that the Leviticus, or the, the feasts, really, are a chronological picture of the prophecies of the last days. It's a chronological, fi- I mean, all of a sudden, we know when the 144,000 are resurrected. It's on first fruits. We know when the Jews and the Gentiles washed in the blood of Jesus are resurrected. It's on Pentecost. And we know when the marriage supper of the Lamb starts. It's on Pentecost. Then we know about four months later that we return with Jesus. We are riding white horses, so is he. We return with him on trumpets for the grape harvest, which is Armageddon. It is one evening and one morning, and then about ten days later, it's the Day of Atonement. This is the judgment of the dead. No one living reports to that judgment. All of the living report to the trumpet judgment or the day of the Lord. The dead report to atonement. Five days later is the new Jerusalem, the golden city, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared a bride as bride adorned for her husband. Then, a thousand years later, Satan is loosed out of his prison. And he went out to deceive the nations, which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went upon the breadth of the earth. That's the whole four corners of the earth. The breadth of the earth encompassed the camp of the saints about. That's the saints that are living out on the face of the earth. And the beloved city, that's the golden city, the new Jerusalem. And fire from God out of heaven, that's the morning star, devoured them. That kills both body and soul in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. They are all gone, all of them. And that confirms with Daniel 2.44, and the kingdom should not be left to other people. All of this is laid out of my book. There is so much confusion about understanding the chronological order of Revelation. My book helps you to see and to know and to understand the chronological order. That, first fruits is the return of Jesus the very next time. Sorry, that's the way it is, and I prove it in the book. Then, 50 days later is Pentecost. Those washed in the blood of the Lamb are resurrected. Then the barley, which is the 144,000 Jews, go with the uh, Christians to the marriage supper of the Lamb. The marriage supper of the Lamb is where Jesus changes from being the prince of the kings of the earth to the king of kings and lord of lords. He changes from being the lamb to being the lion. 
He has given many crowns and a vesture dipped in blood and a white horse and a name written which no man knoweth save he that receiveth it, and in his case, Jesus. And then on trumpets, about four months later, we return with Jesus on white horses. We do not do a thing. Jesus uses the morning star, which is the sword coming out of his mouth, to burn up all of the tares. And there are two other angels with sharp sickles that crush and slice all of the grapes. And the blood flows up to the horse bridles by the space of 1,600 furlongs. It's all in the book. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. One for 20, don't do that. You want to get five for 30, you have four copies to give around to your friends. 10 for 55 or a case of 60 for 250. That's kind of a church thing. 1 for 20, don't do that. 5 for 30, 10 for 55 or a case for 60 at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. In that you know the internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, At WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal.